Lesson 86. I'm thrilled to announce my newest photo book, Built from Scratch, Adventures in X-Ray Film Photography. This book chronicles how I created an 11 by 14 view camera and used it to photograph black and white images with X-Ray film. What follows is my quest to fine-tune my creation while taking studio portraits of my high school photo students over a three-year period. Now available in print and ebook at all major retailers. Hello again. Thanks to smartphone technology, virtually everybody is a photographer nowadays. Whenever you see a shot you want to take, you simply pull out your phone, access the camera, and take the pic. Smartphone cameras have come a long way and continue to get better and smarter. They're not only able to take high-quality, high-resolution images, but you can improve your images on your phone without even exporting them to imaging software apps. There are also all kinds of lens attachments that allow you to take macro shots, telephoto shots, and super wide-angle or fisheye shots. In this lesson, I'm going to share some tips on how to get the most out of your cell phone camera. I'll be using an iPhone, but its features are very similar to those on other cell phone brands and types. As you can see in this diagram, there are quite a few ways you can control your photo-taking experience, ranging from choosing square or rectangular format to creating HDR images, to taking impressive panoramas. The self-timer settings and flash on-off auto control is included here, as well as a filters option. This control allows you to adjust the color of your photos, including making them black and white, either prior to taking them, or afterwards in the edit mode. You can also rotate the orientation of your photos and adjust brightness and contrast in the edit mode. You can even add text, speech bubbles, arrows, and all kinds of stuff in the markup mode. The one thing I've discovered is that there are many folks who don't know how to make the most of the features of their cell phone cameras, particularly with regard to focus and exposure. Most of the time, we simply compose a scene and when it looks good, snap the shutter. But did you know that you can manually focus on your subject and compensate for a subject that's too light or too dark? If you simply touch the screen of your iPhone, this yellow square appears, along with a little sun icon. If you touch the subject of your photo, whether it's in the center of the scene or anywhere else for that matter, the square appears and the lens automatically focuses on that portion of the scene. In essence, it becomes your focal point. Also, if you scroll up or down along the square, the scene gets brighter or darker respectively. This comes in really handy when you have a subject that is backlit and you want the subject to be lighter or if you have a washed out subject and you want to make it darker. Once you have your focus and exposure, press the shutter button and voila, your improvements are captured in the photo. How many times have you wanted to shoot a selfie but go crazy trying to compose a shot and snap the shutter without screwing up the composition? Or you want to take a shot that doesn't allow you to hand hold the camera for one reason or another, like a fireworks display or when you're holding the object to be photographed. There are several fixes for this, the most obvious one being to set the time of delay, but that has its drawbacks. A better way to solve this dilemma is to purchase a remote shutter release like this super inexpensive one. It works through Bluetooth and is a cinch to set up. Using a remote allows you to take your time setting up your camera somewhere that captures the scene the way you want it and then pressing the remote shutter release. It also frees your hands up if needed and is much easier than fiddling around with the button on the camera or a self-timer. Another way I've found useful for group selfies or hands-free scenes is my Apple Watch. Not only can you use your watch to take the shot or set the timer, 
You can even view the actual scene on it. Once everything looks good, simply take your shot by way of your watch's remote shutter button. A must-have accessory for smartphone photography is a tripod. This inexpensive adapter allows you to attach any cell phone to a tripod. Another alternative is a device like this, which allows you to attach your phone to stationary objects by way of an adjustable clamp. What's nice about this is that it enables you to leave your bulky tripod at home and pack this thing instead. If you haven't tried shooting a panorama with your phone yet, you're really missing something. You'll be amazed at how easy it is to do and how stunning the final image can be. All you have to do is choose the panorama mode, hold your phone vertically, press the button, and pan the scene up to 360 degrees if you like, keeping the horizontal path of the phone as parallel as you can to the ground. I shot my entire office in this shot in about 10 seconds. Because I shot it too hastily, the top is really uneven, but croppable. But look how clean the stitching is in this haphazard thing. Another cool thing to do is shoot an HDR image. HDR mode on your iPhone involves a combination of three shots, automatically taken within milliseconds of each other, and stitched together into one photo. The concept of a high dynamic range image is to capture each part of the landscape, or whatever your scene is, in perfect exposure, by combining the properly exposed parts of each of the three images, then combining them into one that looks seamless. Well, that's about it for this lesson. If you haven't already, please consider joining the Photography 101 group on Facebook. We'd love to see you there. Until next time, goodbye. Mm -hmm.